Queen. This is Meg Bertel Brown and your host of the All Things Pageantry podcast. I have been in pageantry since I was 14 years old. I am a previous national title holder, the current Mrs. Texas Petite, owner of and pageant coach with the Crown Academy, and now a pageant podcaster. In this podcast, I will provide you with tips on how to step up your A game as a pageant contestant, share amazing pageant stories from my sister queens, and keep you updated on all the latest pageant buzz. So come on and let's dive into all things pageantry. Hello, everyone. This is Meg Bridal Brown, the host of All Things Pageantry podcast. And today I am here with Dominique Joy, which, um, yes, so I've known her. We just talked about when we actually first met, and it was 2019 or yeah, 2019 at um, United America Pageant. So it's it's been several years, but um, she's doing great things in the world of pageantry and etiquette. And so um, I'm awesome. I'm excited to have her as a as a guest today. So we'll just dive right in. All right, Dominique. Um, so, uh, like I said, I mentioned earlier, I met you at the United America pageant. Mm-hmm. Um, you had already were a previous title holder with that pageantry, with that, that pageant system. Um, so tell me, how did you get into all things pageantry? <laughs> well, if I'm being honest, I started off modeling and oh. I was a single mom, two small girls. And modeling was really doing well for me, and it required me to travel a lot more. Um, but again, with being a single mom and two small girls, I had to make the decision to stop modeling. However, I really enjoyed it and wanted mm-hmm. to stay in touch with that area of some kind. And mm-hmm. I thought about pageantry, had never done pageantry before. I was probably late 30s. Okay. And I did my research and I called and I spoke to Miss Annette. Bless her heart. I miss her. Um, She was very, very helpful with all of my questions because I had a lot because I, what you think you know about pageantry versus when you actually are a part of it, it, it's a, it's pretty different. And she Mm -hmm. was a big help for me. And I, um, I went and competed. My first pageant was with United America, and it was for a local title, um, Miss Harris County. Went on to the state pageant, lost, because I had no clue what I was doing. (laughs) But I loved it. You know, I loved it so much. And um, went back to compete at nationals and won a national title. So... I've been hooked, yes, ever since. Yes, yes. Yeah, you know, I was I talking to Susan, actually. Susan yeah, Hunter, yeah. And um, we were talking how um, United America was my first pageant, to get, first pageant to get back into as an adult. Mm-hmm. And how, um, we both agreed that it was a good kind of starting pageant because Emma Sinet was just so wonderful and so kind and so gracious yes, right. with helping every contestant. So what has been your favorite thing or favorite moment in pageantry? Oh, goodness. I have to say it's the kids, right? Um, 
it's our youth. You know, you put on a sash and crown and all of a sudden you turn into a Disney princess. Mm -hmm. And the look in their eyes and the hope um, that you you see um, in their little faces, it's, it's almost overwhelming at times. Okay. And so to have just the platform of being associated with the pageant system is huge and know that that's a segue to, to our children. Yes, exactly, exactly. And then currently, what, what title are you holding right now? Do you hold? I have a forever reigning title of Ms. United America Ambassador. Yes, awesome. And as can you tell me a little bit more about like what that does or what that what that entails? What that means is, I uh, my last title that I competed for was Ms. United America Royal, and won that category. And after a year of my reign went back to help and Miss Annette the last year of um, the pageant, she, <sighs> I don't want to cry. Uh, <laughs> she awarded me with the forever title of Miss United America Ambassador, which means I always represent United America. And I took that to heart because when Miss Annette passed, I decided to retire. I chose to no longer compete in pageant systems because I I was very close to Miss Annette um, in a way that um, you know she was she was a beautiful person and um, I want to always represent the UA system. It will always um, be with me. I love pageantry. Will always work with different pageant systems, but as far as competing, sure. I will always forever be oh. United America. Yeah, that is such a an, an amazing story because I, mean, I I I wasn't aware of that. I mean, I knew of your title, but I didn't know the story and the reason and and the purpose behind it. So yeah. that's just amazing. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. So you mentioned that you work in other areas within pageantry. Can you tell me about, about those areas? Sure, sure. Um, I was doing coaching, you know, for a while. And like I said, I'm always drawn to our youth and mm -hmm. the children of today, just schools of today. When I, when I was in school, I'm about to date myself, but when I was <laughs> in school, you know, you had shop for the boys and you had home ec for the girls. Well, they don't have those type of life skill classes anymore. And so I began to, it was more or less, less coaching, more manners, more etiquette, and how to present yourself. And that's when I founded the Manners Mindset Program, was to focus not necessarily on coaching to win a pageant, if you will, but more so with just manners and that life skill of, of etiquette and social graces. I mean, that that's so important because you don't see those life skills in, in a lot of people, not just kids, but even, you know, even in right, adults. Exactly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, exactly. Awesome. So do you go into schools then like during like a, like I an have, hour? Two I, I have, and it, you know, it's so funny. So I had my soft launch late last uh -huh. year and it took off in such a way that now I'm playing catch up, if you will, because so far I've already done workshops for corporations 
where businesses oh. have called me in and I've done workshops for their staff um, from your basic, you know, customer service, email, mm -hmm. and answering the mm -hmm. phones, that sort of thing, um, from how to present yourself when you're on a Zoom call in a meeting, mm -hmm. you know, like, don't don't go to sleep. Uh, <laughs> I had one client that was, a, they struggled with that. Um, oh yes, I know. <laughs> but from your corporations to, yes, most recently I did a workshop with some other uh, pageant queens, matter of fact, with Provision Academy. Um, and I taught them on social media etiquette. You know, okay. this day and age, social media is, it's big, right? You know, our mm -hmm. cell phones are at our fingertips. We're always involved, whether it's Facebook, IG, TikTok, especially mm -hmm. I myself, I'm a lover of TikTok, not necessarily mm -hmm. as a content creator, but it makes me laugh. So anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always great. on TikTok and um, knowing other teachers, you know, they work in the industry. Cell phones are a struggle for the teachers. And so right. I wanted to teach the youth about social media etiquette in their cell phones, essentially, mm -hmm. right? Um, Cyberbullying is also so really big with our youth. So I, I talked a lot about um, how to recognize bullying, even though it's online. And that goes both ways, you know, how to recognize if you yourself are being a bully, not just the victim, if you will, of being bullied. So um, it was it was so wonderful, you know, to talk to the kids and engage with them and to hear their stories and their questions that they had for me. I even snuck in a little dining etiquette for them, uh, which was really nice. And uh, mm -hmm. to the point that they have asked me to come back and do a full workshop on dining etiquette. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So it's been yeah. great. Um, I am also an official sponsor for the Texas United World Pageant System. Um, yes. yes, most recently I went and I was a judge for that competition, but also I spoke to the contestants on etiquette and pageantry. Hmm. You know, um, during a pageant weekend, a lot goes on, right? There's a lot of things going on. You're yes. nervous. And especially if you're new to pageantry, you do not know what to expect. I know how hmm. I felt, you know, my first time competing you do not know what to expect. You don't know of the pageant system either. Mm -hmm. And like I said, I, I used to model. So I'm used to being in a cramped space with all these other women, you know, changing clothes and things like that. It's the same right. thing. Except now you've got these huge, big ball gowns and, you know, everything. And so um, I wanted to focus on the, the etiquette piece of that because I think when we compete, we're so focused on everything else that we forget sometimes to be kind to mm -hmm. one another. And right. uh, yes, this is a competition, but this is still your family. You're competing. This is now your sisterhood and your family. And mm -hmm. to to understand that the next person, they're probably going through the same emotions that you are at this time. And so just to remember that and understand that and be kind to one another. Exactly. 
Exactly. Because, yeah, you're right. I mean, people go into pageantry for different reasons. Mm -hmm. But I think the main reason is always to be kind and appreciative of everyone. Correct. Um, Correct. You know, what, you know, and I, you know, my previous pageants that I've been involved with, all the directors tell me just mind what you put on social media because the yes. judges, like, they, they've already picked the judges and the judges probably already know who, you, who like, what your name is. Yes. And they're, they're looking. That is <laughs> you know? absolutely correct. Yeah. I've judged yes. several pageants and I look at social media. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it makes a difference. Okay. Yes. And that was one thing that I discussed from the moment you sign up, from the moment you register, you are now a part of that system. Correct. It doesn't matter yes. if you've won the actual title or not, you are now representing that system. And you mm-hmm. have to do so up until the actual date that you compete. So you have to mind your social media, clean it up, you know, mm-hmm. go back, look at every single thing you've ever posted and, yes. and clean it up. Um, especially right. if, if it doesn't align with the platform, um, you know, you have to start thinking about volunteering and being more engaged uh, with your platform. And, you know, it's a mindset. It's not just a competition to win a session of crown. Right. Right. Exactly. So what would you tell um, like a coaching client or just someone that comes up to you after they've lost the, the title or they, you know, they placed, but you know, they didn't come home with a crown. What advice would you give them to um, either, you know, well, just to not let it be, not, not you know, not let them uh, dwell in right. that. Yeah. Right. Well, I'm a big believer that defeat just means delayed. It doesn't mean that, you will never win, you know, a pageant mm-hmm. title. It's just not your time at this moment. I believe right. there are lessons in our, what we consider our failures. And mm-hmm. um, you go back and you just take a look at it, reevaluate what took place, ask. Some pageant systems will actually give you your scorecard from the judges. Right. You know, review that and take that as constructive criticism, constructive criticism versus just Mm -hmm. plain old criticism. Uh, It's okay to be sad. You know, it is. It's we will all feel that way. But um, it's how you respond to that that makes a difference and that will truly prepare you and identify you as a title holder is that you have to understand and learn how to deal with with not winning, with a loss. Right, right, right. And I think, you know, so many girls just, you know, don't see that just yet after the pageant's over. Yes. And it's just so, you know, difficult to kind of, you know, get out of your own. Yes. Yeah. Get out of your own head. And it's really not you. I mean, you're, you are valued and you have value, but it's just like you said, just not, not your time. Correct. Correct. And what I tell uh, the young ladies I deal with is at that moment, give the flowers, if you will, give that moment to the, to the Queens that, that did win. Let them have Uh that moment. Um, Congratulate them. Be happy for them. Everyone worked really hard. 
Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes I know the emotions get the best of us, and I, I understand that. But if you can hold it together, you know, for just a few minutes, um, give them those congratulations. And if then if you need to go in a corner somewhere <laughs> and have a moment, that's okay. You know, it right. really is. It's okay. Um, because I do understand we, we work hard. We pay our my money, you know, to the system. And to come away with a loss, it can mean, it can mean almost tragedy you know, to some, but it doesn't mean that it's over, you know, um, for me again, you know, when I started out in pageantry, the first time I competed, I had no idea, like no real idea until I actually went through it. So Mm -hmm. I had to go through it and lose for me to realize truly what was expected and, and, and just work towards that. It's like, okay, now I've actually seen it. Now I understand. So let me go back to the drawing board, if you will, reevaluate some things, do some things a little differently, and then try again. Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. You just got to, you know, continue if that is your passion, if you, if you're Correct. driven to, you know, to be a part of it. Yeah. That's, Correct. That's yeah. Yeah. And I competed several times with United American. I did not win, you know, all titles. I was very fortunate for the titles I, I did win, but I did not win all, you know. But yeah. I loved pageantry. I love what pageantry means to me. Mm-hmm. I love what pageantry has done for me. I was very much an introvert. Um, when you model, you're, lit- you're just behind the camera. You don't speak. Uh-huh. You don't have to deal with people. <laughs> so modeling was fine, you know, for me. I'd go on the runway, do what I need to do. You walk off, you change clothes, you go home. Whereas pageantry, you truly are in the forefront of of everything, you know, that you're involved in. And it got me out of that shell of being able to speak to people and then it became, it wasn't such an effort, you know, to carry a conversation when you're on the elevator, you know, with someone, mm-hmm. something as small as that, you know, you're on the elevator with someone for a few seconds and you want to just crawl into the corner, you know, and don't see me type of mindset when you're an introvert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I, I am too. I, you know, I, I joke, I'm an extroverted introvert. Yes, yes. I've got exactly. my moments, but I, I don't, I'm totally okay sitting in, you know, really in the corner by myself because I'm just hanging out with myself. Correct. Yes, exactly. Yes. Yeah. Um. So it, yeah. it's brought me out of that shell, which has sure. helped me in my career. Um. I did not have speaking engagements until. I was involved in pageantry, just the thought of speaking to crowds. There's just no way I could have ever done it right. <laughs> without right. pageantry. And, um, you know, now I will host events. I will MC. I do speaking mm-hmm. engagements, you know, so mm-hmm. it's, it has stuck with me. Even though I do not compete, pageantry truly is a part of who I am. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think it it provides so many life skills. Yeah, 
um, that people who are outside of the pageantry world may not realize, but to those inside, if the you know we we know that we may be over here, but pageantry is somehow bringing us over to the next point of our life where we want to be. Correct. So Correct. Beautiful. Yes. If you watch someone, it's a beautiful journey to you know to be on the outside of watching someone transform. Yes. Yes. And that's how, you know, the manners mindset came to be was just taking those skills that I literally went through myself and Mm -hmm. uh, teaching those those moments and those experiences to others. Right. Right. Now, you mentioned earlier that you have two daughters. Are they are they in in pageantry, too? Or were they modeling? Not at all. They are so far from it. So my <laughs> girls are 24 and 26, and okay. I have three granddaughters. Um, oh. And so when I would, you know, get up early to go volunteer and do all these things, and I would try to convince them to come with me, and they're like, Mom, you know, no, it's 5 <laughs> o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. So, um, no, they're far from it. They wanted nothing to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know it's funny. I have a little niece who's seven, and my sister wants wants to get her to pageantry. Oh, yeah. And well, I said, well, you know what? Let's let's go to a local pageant, and we can watch first to see if there's something interested. Because you know, not not everyone is is not only made for pageant, but not everyone has the interest of it. And it's Correct. you know, it's like a, it's it's a lot of being up there on stage in front of everyone <laughs> for a little kid. That can be really just it's intimidating. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It really is. You know, I judge a lot of uh, youth pageants also, mm-hmm. and uh, I love judging those because the natural pageants, it is so adorable to watch a two-year-old run around the stage, their parent <laughs> running after them, <laughs> trying to get them to smile for the judges, and the kids, just want, they just want to be a kid, you know, yeah. and so... Um, I love that. I love that mm-hmm. about our youth pageants because when you are starting off at that age, actually from birth, you know, essentially some of the pageant systems, um, it's definitely a skill that can help. It can help, you know, as you grow up in life. Well, awesome. So with your manners mindset, is that, now tell me again, is that just for pageantry or is that just for all kind of etiquette skills? It is all for uh, all etiquette types. So I obviously, pageantry is where my heart is. So I do probably more with the pageant etiquette. Uh, but yes, there's corporate, there's dining, of course. Um, sure. There is wedding etiquette as well. And then just your standard lifestyle, lifestyle uh, etiquette skills. Gotcha. You know, we probably, I needed to hire you last year because my, uh, my daughter got married last year and I was like in my head, I'm thinking people don't understand. Like she was upset because people were RSVPing by the day that she she was like, Oh my God. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Because when you think about it, you just, you don't realize, especially when it's not your event, when it is not your event, whether it be a wedding or something else, you are an attendee. But there sure. are still etiquette skills for you as an attendee. Make sure, yes, that you RSVP. Make sure that you show up on time. Don't wear white. 
<laughs> you know, those uh, those fundamental skills of just being a guest to someone's event, yeah. um, it means a lot to the host. And right. that's exactly. what etiquette is, right? Etiquette is simply put consideration for others. Mm-hmm. You know, that, yeah. that's basically what that is. It's just having mm-hmm. plain consideration for others. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you're out to eat, you know, and it's you're you're dining with a group of people. Don't talk with food in your mouth, you know, don't reach across the table. All of these right. things are consideration for the other people that you're with. Right. Yeah, exactly. You know, how, how would you want someone to treat you is, is how you would treat them. Yes, that's exactly what it is. That golden rule. I call it the school bird mm-hmm. rule. But yes, that's exactly what that is. Yeah. So do you do in-person sessions or virtual? or I or do both. Do I do both. Okay. Um, you know, like I said, it was supposed to be a soft launch to kind of gaze what my target audience would be. And mm-hmm. it took off like wildfire in all directions. And yeah. so now I have to have a, uh, a rebranding, relaunch, if you will, <laughs> that I am having. But, but yeah, so I do on-demand courses and okay. uh, I do mainly workshops. Okay. But uh, awesome. the course I have right now, it is a course for pageantry. Um, that was mm-hmm. one of the things I sponsored to the Texas United World contestants was uh, that course on on pageantry. So that was a lot of fun in making that. Um, yeah. But yeah, there's going to be courses for, for dining. Um, I want to start having little teddy bear tea parties uh, oh. for you. <laughs> Yes, yes. So I plan on having a uh, an annual tea party every year. Uh, yes. So I, I'm excited for the things to come. Yes. And so now what areas do, do you service like in-person wise, in-person sessions? Or- in-person. So I'm local here in Houston, Texas, um, but I do travel if uh, okay. depending on uh, client requirements, I will travel. Gotcha. And do you have any certain events coming up in the summer that like any like in-person pageant, you know, pageant etiquette events or kind of? Um, um, no, not for this summer, because I, I really needed to focus on the launch. Um, I mm-hmm. had a lot of parents reaching out, asking if I were going to have classes like camps for the youth, um, yeah. which is something I will have next year. But um, again, like I said, this this business it really surprised me almost overwhelmingly. Yeah. So that like I need to get my website together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, there's those basic fundamental things that I haven't mm-hmm. quite um, finished yet because I've been working with a lot of people. I sure. have um, outside of the workshops. I know I spoke to a group of cheerleaders. Uh, uh, Girl Scouts. Uh, I've been doing a lot, you know, with uh, with it, uh, which is wonderful. And it tells me that this is the right space, that this, sure, this yes. arena is definitely warranted. And now that I see the audience that is um, that I'm attracting, so I wanted to kind of revamp everything to gear it towards that specifically. Gotcha. So, so you said you're working on your website. So, you, do you have some kind of contact information or social I media? I do. Platforms? I do. So, my personal website, uh, thedominiejoy.com, 
is available uh, for everyone. And uh, along with that, I am also um, an author. So I'm also working on another book, <laughs> which oh, is why awesome. I had to um, not do any camps this summer. I need to, to finish that as well. And uh, then just philanthropy. I also own a nonprofit, the Esteem, yeah, the Esteem Project. And um, with that is geared specifically to the youth um, as far as self-esteem. I really, really, really enjoy talking to our youth about their self-esteem. Me growing up, I was bullied, um, even as an adult. You know, it's a different type of bullying, but it's still bullying, you know, sure. as an adult and our self-esteem and who we think about ourselves can really take a hit. And it takes a lot to try to overcome that. If you are not careful, it can really take you to a dark place. And so mm -hmm. I suffered from anxiety and depression and I had to work my way out of that. I had to first recognize what it was. Mm -hmm. I had to accept what it was. And then I had to understand what I needed to do to pull myself out of it. Um, depression can be very dark and it can mm -hmm. be very scary. And um, it's okay to feel sad. It's okay, you know, to have a day you want to mope around and kind of feel sorry for yourself. I tell people mm -hmm. it's okay because that is a true, real emotion that you are yes. feeling as long as you do not allow yourself to sit in that darkness. That is, that's key. And so mm -hmm. in my teachings, that's what I focus on is that it's okay to have this feeling. Just don't sit in it too long. Right. Exactly. Yes. And so, and then just building, you know, your own self-esteem, do what makes you feel good about you. It's mm -hmm. okay to be loyal to you. It is okay mm -hmm. to love you. It is okay mm -hmm. to do what you want to do in life, especially as adults. We, especially as women, we are self-nurturing right. and such caregivers that we tell everyone else yes which means we're telling ourselves no a lot. And um, when you are, say, working a nine-to-five, you're a wife, you're a mother, you have all these things, forget your dreams, right? Uh, <laughs> and you wake up and it's 20, 30, 40 years down the line and you look back, where did my life go? Yeah. And yeah. that can be a very tough question to ask yourself, you know, so I try to teach people to live your life. You only have one, mm -hmm. live your life okay. within reason, but live your life, <laughs> enjoy it. You know, there's so much, oh my gosh, there's so much in this world to, to see and things to do and to be a part of. There's so many cultures. Um, mm -hmm. For me right now, personally, I'm loving traveling and experiencing different cultures. Um, you know, again, you grow up and you you do the typical, you get married, you have kids, you work. Mm -hmm. And that's it, you know, and you stay and live in your bubble. But when you realize there's so much out there in the world that is offered 
to you, it becomes very eye-opening and you will see things a little differently, um, not only about your circumstances, but about yourself mm-hmm. as right. well. Yeah. So, awesome. uh, so yeah, you know, I just, I love teaching through my experiences, um, mm-hmm. but that means I need to experience. <laughs> <laughs> That's my excuse when I want to travel. <laughs> Well, Dominique, this was such a great experience to get to know you a little bit more. I know it's been, like I said, several years since we've kind of met and chatted behind stage, but is there anything else that you would like to tell our audience about you, um, your companies, um, you know, or or any kind of piece of advice you'd like to give, um, give them? You know, the biggest thing, which, you know, I, I, I just said is it's okay to love yourself. Love yourself as cheesy as it may sound, as cliche as it may sound. It is very, very true. Love your, no one will love you like you love you. And it is important that you do so. Yes. Yes. All right. Well, thank you so much. Like I said, I enjoyed our talk and um, we will definitely follow you in all your pageant etiquette adventures. I'm so excited. Like I, I popped up in my uh, social media and I'm like, oh my gosh, I got to follow yes, what she's doing. Yes, You're doing some amazing good work. Oh, so. thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> so, yes, all of my socials are at the Dominique Joy. You can also um, sign up for my newsletter, which is at the DominiqueJoy.com. Yeah. And uh, yeah, stay tuned for, for things to come. I'm excited. Yes. I'll do. And we'll have your contact information in the show notes as well. So if anyone can go back and read, we'll have it there. So, all right. Well, thank you so much and have a great day. Thank you. You as well. Thank you.